It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy, Carrie, and Evelyn. Hello, Mr. David. <laughs> the two Davids in, 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 in charge today, and I've been trying to think of what I can put in their money bank. And they can remember this day because every day is important in God's world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Good morning, fellow listeners. Great to have you today on Love Talk. That was the First Lady of Love, and well, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. Good morning, Miss Evelyn. Well, good morning. The reason I made that early emphasis is I have, I'm going through different areas of learning how to speak, how to take care of things, and, and keep people happy. Uh, and it, it's been a brain thing that kind of was a small, 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 small uh, entry into the, the area in my my head where the brain is so it's and I double speak I did that as a child and all that's come back well Miss Evelyn you've been making people happy your whole life uh, that's nothing new for you yes when I was <laughs> uh, when I was about um, let's see 10 years old uh, my dad we had a radio station and my dad <laughs> my dad uh, went across the river to get um, drinks for the Saturday night events, and uh, I was sitting there one day thinking, why in the world did God plant me in this small town, and my daddy has to cross the river? You know, I thought, early as I was, I'd say about eight or nine years old, mm-hmm. I had, I wanted an answer for everything. You and were, I, you were questioning even back then, huh? Uh-huh. So I, I'm, you know, I'm praying now, Lord, it's in, we're in your hands. We, I'm 90 years old. Just, you know, do what you have to do and take care of Kim, you know, of, of the little girls, the big girls, you know. Always, yes, ma'am. I always talk for the ladies. That's right. That's right. Miss Evelyn, you are a young 90 years old, and we are so grateful that you are with us today. Listening friends, this is Love Talk, and you found the love ladies. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkater, and on the line we have our beautiful friend, Kathy. Kathy Endebrock. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Coach Kerry. Hi, Miss Evelyn. I just love Miss Evelyn. How you think of us as your little girls, and I love that because I just want you to take care of me and keep pouring all of your wisdom <laughs> into me and your love over me, and yeah. I just love hearing your voice every single week, and it's such a blessing to Carrie and I to get to spend um, these these beautiful days with you and listening friends. I just welcome you this Saturday to join us and to press into some discussion about God's word and about one another, the world that we live in, and how we're going to go about building bridges of love and leadership in Central Texas and beyond. Absolutely. You know, Kathy, we have finished up our series on health. What a phenomenal series it was. I just can't say that enough. Save me through the hard nights. Right, Miss Evelyn? It it was just a wonderful, wonderful series. Um, And friends, if you missed anything in our health series, we we began in May. In May of 21, uh, we went for about three months without health series, and it was just phenomenal. Um, you can find those archives on Love Talk Network. Just type in Love Talk Network, and you will go there to the archives. Um, several programs will pop up there on the first page. You scroll down to the bottom. You can scroll to the next pages and find them all right there. Today, we're starting another small series, Miss Evelyn. Kathy on prayer um, in much anticipation of being able to discuss Kathy's book, um, yeah. My Voice, His Heart, which is coming out so quickly here. We're, we're almost there. We're in the home stretch. Kathy's in the home stretch. Um, and today <laughs> we're going to talk about parents in prayer. You know, Miss mm-hmm. Evelyn, I know you've talked so many times on this program about praying for your sons and uh, just praying for them throughout their whole lives, whatever stage they were in and as we head into this holiday season mm-hmm. it's november so we head into this holiday season it's it's so important for us to wrap our head mm-hmm. around thanksgiving and looking to christmas and i would just ask you today friends are you in the habit of praying for your children are you stuck and maybe you don't know how to pray for them are you searching for meaningful ways to pray scripture over your child, you know, whether they're babies or toddlers or in those uh, teenager (laughs) years um, where you think they've grown two heads. Um, 
or whether you're praying for your adult children, every single phase of praying for mm-hmm. our children is so important. And when your children see prayerful dependence on the Lord, they learn to look past our weaknesses, mm-hmm. thank the Lord, <laughs> and recognize and appreciate God's power to bring help, hope, and blessings. And what a blessing it is to pray for our children. So that we're just starting a small series this week, Miss Evelyn, on, pray, on prayer. Now, Kathy, I would love to hear an update on your book as we start this prayer series. Where are things? Okay, well, it is all out. You can purchase it through any distribution, whether it be Barnes & Noble or ChristianBook.com or Amazon. Um, it is out and ready to go. We have, um, we're just excited about the holiday season and being able to put it in the hands of those who either need it through the holiday season or those who want to gift it to friends uh, mm-hmm. to be able to really press into that intimate relationship with the Lord. You know, I think so many of us, we have um, restricted prayer to a, like a mealtime blessing or, you know, we, we've wanted to pray and we just haven't known where to start or our prayer life is really focused around just reading devotionals, words that other people have written. And I think something amazing happens when you press into spoken prayer and begin to use your own words to press into that relationship with the Lord and really share what is on your heart with him and uh, learn about scripture and how to um, use a God's word in prayer and, and how to combine that God's powerful word with your prayer life. And so it's just a really uh, a fun, practical guide. I, I've, I've set it up as, uh, as a prayer coach. Basically, I'm your personal prayer coach for six weeks. And uh, we spend together about 10 or 15 minutes a day in these pages as you open them. And you can read through it like a book or you can pause and do some of the exercises that I have for you there. Um, that if I was sitting across the table holding your hand, I would I would put these exercises right in front of you and, and walk through them with you. And so that's what I try and do in this book. And uh, my incredible board uh, members at Let's Pray Today Ministries uh, they have committed for those uh, women's ministries around the United States that want to use my uh, my voice, his heart for your spring Bible study. Um, I will commit to uh, flying out and either opening, kicking off the Bible study or wrapping up the Bible study with your ladies um, at the end of your spring study. So I'm excited about that. I have um, completely left open my entire spring and I'm looking forward to just going and getting to um, be with ladies and encourage them to press into this intimate relationship with the Lord and really open up a new ministry for each of them. Because once, you know, Carrie, Miss Evelyn, once you begin to get comfortable with spoken prayer, mm-hmm. uh, the sky's the limit. I mean, you know, heaven's the limit with what you can do mm-hmm. as, as far as praying with your friends. And I know that we all have friends that are hurting and broken and going through challenges and struggles and anxiety and you know, they have teenagers and they don't know where to start. Well, once we get a comfortable with spoken prayer, we can go hold their hand and say, okay, friend, <laughs> let me pray for you and with you. And really, it's just amazing what God does in that. That brings back some long, short uh, memories as you go through childhood. What did, what did you have to have to be happy? at home Mm -hmm. so that the Lord could use you out in the fields of life. Well, Miss Evelyn, I, you know, you've told this story many times that, you know, you and Van moved to Texas and you needed some friends and you said, you know what, I'm going to put a sign in my yard. Women are praying here today. And and you you met new friends and not Mm -hmm. only met new friends, but you were able to establish relationships that were built on prayer. And, you know, I tell you what, when we pray about things, Miss Evelyn, I've never walked away from praying and felt worse than I mm-hmm. did before I went into that prayer. You know, I may not feel settled. I may not feel peaceful yet, but I certainly don't feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just, you know that you've laid it at the hands of the Father and um, and that he's in control. Miss Evelyn, would you like to share our key verse for today? Republic <laughs> rejoice always. <laughs> Uh, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest one. 
Yeah. Or this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you, for me, and everybody else. And that's from First Thessalonians 5.16 and 5.18. That's a beautiful picture of the mercy and the love and the challenge that comes to each one of us mm-hmm. as we go through those hard things. Every, mm-hmm. You know, I want to get up and go outside uh, in the last. It's been about a month that I've been struggling with uh, some things. Mm-hmm. Uh I think, Lord, you know, where are you in this? I'm going to see you here and see you there. And, you know, it's an amazing thing sometimes. Man does this often. Is you should come back to the point where you started and, and trust him for the rest mm-hmm. of it. And, well, and Miss Evelyn, you're so great about giving thanks at every phase of life. You know, um, you're 90 years old, and now you get to give thanks that you and Van can sit out on the porch in the evenings and chat with the neighbors as they walk by. And what a blessing, what an absolute blessing that is. Now, Kathy, I was blessed to be able to spend some time with you over the last um, month or so. You made a big trip to Texas, brought that beautiful baby girl She's not a baby, 17-year-old baby girl, um, to to Texas. And her and my son um, have just been great friends since almost the day they were born. And uh, they got to hang out a little bit. What a blessing. But since then, since I've seen you, my daughter, Mackenzie, has turned 18. I can't even believe wow. it. And um, her and her cross-country team won their sixth straight state cross-country championship last weekend and uh, what an absolute blessing you know I tell you what the senior year (laughs) she had COVID to start off the cross-country season and (laughs) and it just um, bounced back the best she could and just really enjoyed uh, running and enjoyed her teammates and enjoyed her senior season Mm -hmm. Um, and that last meet of hers was just an absolute blessing. And now we get to move into basketball season, which is so fun for me. Um, I get, <laughs> In your area of protection. That's right, Ms. Olin. I get to coach her one last time and get to watch my boy. Uh, so I'm I'm super, super excited about this coming season. Now, Ms. Evelyn, um, you know, over the years that I've been doing this program with you. How now, many is that? It's about six years now, Ms. Evelyn. Uh, I, I can't even believe that. It's it's been about six years, mm-hmm. and uh, I wish I, I need to go back and look and see what the actual first time was that I came on the program, and the first time that I um, that that maybe I wrote the program. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, about six years. You know, you've brought me handouts all these years. You'll bring me something here, Carrie. You know, I want you to take a look at this and things that you've written over the years, and. Um, I can't take credit for this program today, Ms. Evelyn. These are all points that you have given me through handouts that you've done over the years, uh, parents in prayer. And you made this acrostic here Mm -hmm. with the word pray, P-R-A-Y, praise, repent, ask, and yield. What is the praise, Ms. Evelyn? Well, that's to enter uh, a a quiet uh, zone, if possible, if not. And they're, che- they're cheating and breaking up the church house, <laughs> then the Lord provides for that. Mm-hmm. But it is, it is to name in, in vocabulary mm-hmm. that praise is what you start with. Praise is what you mm-hmm. start with. Yeah. And when we're talking specifically about our family and praying mm-hmm. with and for our family, you yeah. know, whatever efforts our family makes in that area, we are to praise that and um, to bring praise while we're praying, um, to praise our family mm-hmm. while we're there, to repent when we blow it, friends, <laughs> yep. you know, to repent. And that's not only to repent with the father, but with those yeah, in our so. family. Right. You know, when we lose our temper, or when we're short or when we say something we shouldn't have said and then to a ask for forgiveness. And then, I love the last one. You like the why? <laughs> All right. Tell tell the tell yeah, our friends you know, the why. Yeah. It's it's a, exciting to look at it because uh, yield yourself and your family to the Lord. Give it away mm-hmm. is what it's saying here. Sorry about and, that beep, friends. We got, oh, there we go. Okay, that's right. Give it you, away. You put it all together, mm-hmm. and it is a beautiful program. Uh, safety for rearing children, especially boys, because we, that's what we have. Yes, uh, ma'am. You know, but you, you, you have to yield yourself before the Lord 
that you might ask him for what he has that might be distributed. And that's Uh, what we do on Love Talk. I love that. Friends, when we return to Love Talk, we will get all into parents in prayer. We'll give you some very practical ways to be praying for and over your children when we return to Love Talk right after this. And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk on KTXW, the bridge, Austin, Central Texas Christian Talk. We are building bridges of love and leadership today as we are talking about parents in prayer. Friends, uh, if you have little kiddos or big kiddos, uh, if you have adult kiddos, keep praying for them. Keep praying for us. Uh, everyone needs prayer, and sometimes we just don't know where to start. Well, we're going to talk about where to start and where to go and how to finish well today, talking through principles of prayer and praying for our children. Now, friends, I tell you, uh, as you're listening to this, you think, oh, my gosh, I wish I could just share this with my friend. Uh, after the program airs, it will be able to be um, found on our lovetalknetwork.com archive site, so you can always go there and get it. And I'll tell you, if you ever want to come and uh, visit us on our Facebook page at Love Talk Radio, you can find us there. If there's a program that you would like us to do heading into the holiday season, there's something that you'd like us to talk about and discuss, a topic that you'd like us to cover, visit us on our Facebook page and let us know. We always love hearing from our listeners. Well, Coach Carrie and Miss Evelyn, I just love joining you every week uh, and getting to spend time with you and talk through talk through life and talk through where we are, the challenges and the joys, um, and uh, sometimes the praises and on occasion, you know, the sorrows and working through those with the Lord. I love today in studio, we do have uh, Miss Evelyn's incredible husband, Van Davison, with <laughs> us, and Van told us, he's like, well... I can talk if you want me to, but I can also (laughs) just sit here and listen. So we'll see how that works out with Van today, friends. Uh, We know that most of our listening friends have met Van before, so if you hear him kind of pipe in with his words of wisdom, uh, you can can kind of enjoy it. Guys, if uh, all of the guys out there listening, you know, you're probably rooting for him and going, come on, Van, speak up. <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, so so uh, Miss Evelyn and, and Coach Carrie, I really want to get into this because you've put together these five key points that, that we get to cover when we talk about praying for our children and family. And Coach Carrie, I love how you've set this up, that you're actually going to help us to look at Scripture and how to use Scripture and insert our children's names into Scripture and and pray those back to the Lord. And as our, our very first point, um, Coach Carrie, um, you, you've talked through with us or, or you've put down this point for us to talk through prayer with purpose. And I think sometimes we just go, well, what's the purpose of prayer? And what is our purpose when we go into prayer? Well, when we're praying for our children, um, there are five key purposes that we are going to look at. And, um, And Carrie, I think the first one that you kick us off with is that we ask God to give us time with our kids mm-hmm. and an eagerness for each member of our family to love and support one another. And there's this incredible scripture that says how beautiful it is when brothers dwell together in unity. And friends, do you want to see in your family that the brothers love the sisters and the sisters love and honor the parents and the parents have these great hearts and love for the children and this beautiful harmony that you see in families when each member of the family loves and honors the other. Something really spectacular happens. Absolutely. And, you know, friends, we are going to teach you today or walk through with you today on how to insert our names of our family members into scripture so that we can be very specific. And I just want to highlight the five points and then we'll go back, Kathy, to this first one. The first point is to ask God to give us time with our kids. And then the second one is to ask God to help us discipline as his gift to be a better parent. The third point is ask God to show us how to point our family toward Jesus. The fourth point is to ask God for wisdom 
And then the fifth point is to ask not only for wisdom, but to how to point our children toward thankfulness and gratefulness as we walk into this holiday season. So back to that first point, ask God to give you time with your kids. Kathy, this has been my prayer lately. I'm sure it's probably your prayer. Um, You know, as our kids get older, they're just busier, right? Um, We don't control every little aspect of their life, you know. Where is it? You guys are in, Miss Evelyn, I've heard you talk about this over the years, too. You know, when when you approach the holiday season, you and Van pray for this, that you'll just have some time with your kids. And it, it may not look like it used to, and that's okay. It might just be one meal at the house, and that's okay. It might be a visit. Um, whatever it is. You just pray for that time with your kids and your grandkids. Um, For me, I pray for time with my kids um, where they're unencumbered by work and responsibilities, where they can um, just enjoy that time with us. Or if they are feeling stressed about something, that they'll bring it to Ashley and I to talk about it. 1 John 4, 7, here is a beautiful way to pray for your family. 1 John 4, 7, dear family, let us love one another. Let Ashley, Carrie, McKenzie, and Logan, let their love come from God. I I mean, when you insert their names, Miss Evelyn, it just does something (laughs) to that scripture, and it just helps us to really bury that into our hearts and bury that into the hearts of our children. Um, Kathy, there's that verse in Romans, Romans 14, 19 as well. I love I love this I love this scripture from Romans 14:19. You know, I think so many of us we wonder, oh, am I praying in God's will? Am I praying according to God's will? Because one of the things that that Christ tells us is, hey, when you're abiding in me and I'm abiding in you, when you're basically living and asking according to my will, ask anything and it's going to be given to you. And so one of the things about praying scripture is we know that we are deep in God's will for our family. And so this scripture from Romans fourteen nineteen. so um, I am going to kind of put in our family's names as I read this. Um, it is, Father, allow Eric and Kathy and Aaliyah, Jordan, and Faith mm-hmm. to make every effort to do what leads to peace. Mm-hmm. And so, friends, I'm asking, do you ask God for time with your kids? Do you make this time welcoming? Are you seeking out opportunities to spend time with your family? Uh, If you're struggling in this, pray for it. Ask God for wisdom in it. Ask him for that time with your kids. Ask them for a heart within them to make them eager to want to spend time with one another and um, in an effort to do what leads to peace and joy in your family. Well, and I know we have some young mamas that are probably listening to this going, I have so much time with my kids. I can't even take a shower by myself, right? (laughs) Oh, Um, boy. (laughs) Don't let her miss that one, man. Right. You know, um, and we understand that young mamas that can't get one second without being, uh, without a little chubby hand touching them. And we understand your plight as well. And your prayer might be for that quality time to be so meaningful and for you to enjoy that time as littles. You know, our prayers change, Miss Evelyn, each mm-hmm. stage that our children are in. Our um, grandchildren. Our grandchildren mm-hmm. are in. Our great-grandchildren are in. You know, our prayers change, and, and that's um, that's the beauty of our mm-hmm. walk with Jesus, right, is that our prayers can change depending on what stage of life we're yes. in. You know, uh, raising boys, Miss Evelyn, point number two, I know you probably prayed this many times to ask God to help you discipline your children as his gifts to you to be a better parent and your gift to your children rather than a necessary evil. You know, discipline gives us boundaries and it helps us to learn respect. Well, Van is our uh gate for that. He's the disciplinarian. Yes. Now, Van, when you were disciplining your boys, He's still um, doing that. <laughs> did you, at the time, when you were walking right through those hard days, Van, um, were you viewing that as a as a gift 
um, to your children. How how did you walk through that time? It wasn't of, exactly of, a gift. <laughs> it, was, it was a duty. It was a duty. <laughs> one of the right. things. A grip. <laughs> one of the things I've, I think that I've told about a jillion times to other people is about whenever we set up a uh, a curfew. When they got to be teenagers, you know. Yes, sir. And uh, we had a brick entry into the double doors coming into our house. And I had a wood paddle that I would lay against that door uh, standing up. Uh, and that way, when they came in, the only way they could get in that door was to that paddle to fall on that brick, and it'd wake me up. <laughs> like a nation. Uh, I love it. You know, I have a similar trick. <clears throat> My trick is, so we have, you know, curfew is set. And um, I'm typically in the bed when my kids are coming in the house. And uh, just like you said, Van, that would wake you up. I leave on my um, my lamp right next to my bed. I leave that on. My reading light, I leave that on. Sometimes awake, I'm awake. Sometimes I'm not. But when they come in the house, they are to come over and tell me they're home and turn off that light. So when they do that, I look over, oh, okay, it's 1128. Good job, right? You know, whatever the curfew is. Um, And then I know they're home safe and they have to turn off that light. So I know when they've walked in that door because they have to come in and see me. And so my mom taught me that trick, Van. That's what my mom used to do. (laughs) I love that, Van. We all have our little tricks. Um, You know, uh, one verse that that I think is is so important Ephesians y'all if you if you want to read some things about discipline and just really um, research that topic biblically I'd go to Ephesians 6 Ephesians 6 verses 1 through 3 and I'm going to insert my son's name for this one cause Logan to obey us for this is right let him honor us his father and mother so that it may go well with him and that he may enjoy a long life on earth I mean, powerful, powerful verse there. Now, Kathy, you're raising three daughters, um, <laughs> and I know that the discipline's different with girls well, and boys. Well, it is. It is. We didn't have girls, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I cried a lot. <laughs> so, so Kathy, yeah. tell us about that. You know, I, I, I think the way that you approach things with girls is to talk through things so much I mean Eric just feels like I'm talking my bloody head off here Kathy and I'm like okay we're just we're talking through things girls communicate a lot more and so we kind of have to go through and walk through things with logic and um, you know we Eric and I we one of the things that I love that you have said is that discipline is a gift to be a better parent it is not a necessary evil and when we view it rightly we're able to discipline better and so you know i was i was raised with the wooden spoon mm-hmm. and so and everyone who was raised with the wooden spoon you know what that wooden spoon mm-hmm. was for and so with my girls I just found that when they were, you know, sometimes talking is not an option or you're just talking yourself in circles or they're continuing to disobey, especially as littles. All I would do is I'd take the wooden spoon and place it on the counter. And this great calm would just kind of go over everything (laughs) because that said, okay, mom has had enough. We are no longer debating this. We are no longer discussing this. This is just the way that it is. And it, 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 it would, you know, it would just be amazing what would happen when they would say, okay, here's the brick wall. And, um, you know, my daddy raised me that way. He says, sometimes you just need that brick wall. And my dad was always really great. We have four brothers and three sisters and so God bless him. I don't know how he he dealt and balanced all of that. But when there were big issues, we would go out and we would talk through it. And we'd go out for Sonic and get a chocolate shake and, and mm-hmm. kind of talk through everything. Um, but at times, the, Daddy was a brick wall. And that was that. And there was no more discussion. There was no more diplomacy. He would tell us, you know, kiddos, this house is not a democracy. It is a benevolent dictatorship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Um, love and I, it. I, I, love, I love you, 
um, and I care for you and I want the best for you. And so sometimes you're just going to have to take my word for it that this is the best for you, even <laughs> though it doesn't feel like it at the time. You know, <clears throat> I found myself saying um, over the last couple of years, um, you know, and typically it was for Logan. Logan, I would be a terrible mom if I continued to allow this mm-hmm. to go on. You know, that I would be not doing my duty to not only you but to the Lord if I continue to allow this behavior. You know, whatever it was, and it could have been something small, but, it, you know, something that, that continued to go on and on. And, Kathy, I don't know about you, but in Miss Evelyn Van, I, I, I'm sure you guys have felt this, too. You know, when they were little and um, they needed disciplining, it was, you know, put them in the timeout or whatever, the wooden spoon, right? Whatever whatever was appropriate for your child. Um, and the consequences were, you know, a timeout or a, a spanking or you got a toy taken away or something. And I'm learning that as they get older... Um, we can't just put a Band-Aid on mm. it anymore. You know, we can't just send them to timeout. The wooden spoon doesn't work anymore. The consequences are bigger. And so the more work that we have done as they've grown, you know, hopefully we reap those benefits. That's not to say they're not going to make mistakes. They are. And that's where Scripture comes in so, is just so important to us. Another Scripture in Colossians 3, verses 20 through 21 Teach McKenzie to obey us in everything or teach McKenzie to obey you in everything, Lord, for this pleases you. Do not let us say or do anything that would embitter or discourage her. Mm. Um, boy, that that kind of kind of hits hard. You know, when you choose your words um, in discipline, it's important. And Kathy, I love what you've said about how you guys, okay, here's a big issue. We're not going to blow up about it. We're going to go sit at Sonic with a chocolate shake, and we're going to talk about it. And You we, know, I, I have to share this because it's just so funny. Jordan, uh, she's a freshman now in college, and she just literally called me last night, and she goes, Mom, I just, I need to know. I have a job interview, and I have to skip. In order to make my job interview, I have to uh, either skip or leave early my economics class and she's like um are you okay with me doing that can I do that oh. and I'm like I'm like what <laughs> I'm like I'm like Jordan are you asking my permission to skip a class and she's like is that not okay and I said baby I can't give you permission mm. anymore to do that kind of stuff I'm like I'm d- I'll definitely give you advice I said mm-hmm. I just I think it's so sweet and a little bit hilarious that you would <laughs> ask me if you can skip a class I said you have to weigh that for yourself mm-hmm. I said my advice would be go talk to your econ teacher and let him know you're going for a job interview and you're going to miss the last half of his class and I said but I I can't I can't tell you what to do here anymore I said the only thing I can I really can Remind do as far as parent is if you if you skip all your classes and fail out of college, I just stop paying. I said that that's it. I said everything else is is you get to choose and decide now. And I thought it was so funny, but because we've always, you know, I just I loved that my daughter would come and talk mm-hmm. to me about this. Um, you know, instead of just rebelling and being at college and being like, ha ha, I can skip all these classes. That you know, she takes this seriously, but still, you know, would call me. I well, was just such a shock. That's a respect thing. And that's so, that's so beautiful. I absolutely love that. I love that. You know, that's like. See, I'm going to sit over here crying because I didn't get girls. I got two boys. Is that right, man? <laughs> sweet <laughs> Three boys. Three boys my hubby. <laughs> you got sweet boys. But, you know, I, I feel the same way. You know, Logan will call me after school. Hey, mom, can I uh, take Caleb? And, and uh, you know, he wants to we want to go to Sonic. I'm like, absolutely, bud. Thank, you know, thanks for calling. Thanks for asking. Um, but that's what we're working towards um, with our discipline. Well, Kathy, Miss Evelyn, point number three, ask God to show you how to point your family toward Jesus. I, I mean, that is just the most beautiful picture mm. of how we can raise our families. Um, Philippians 1.6. Thank you, Lord, for beginning a good work in my family and that you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Or thank you, Lord, for beginning a good work in Logan and Mackenzie and Mm -hmm. Ashley, that you will carry this on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. 
So pointing our family toward Jesus is um, an ongoing, everyday adventure. Right, Miss Evelyn? Well, it, it is if you allow it to be so. Yeah. And there, those are stressful things in marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. One wants coffee and the other one wants tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you put it all together, it mm-hmm. spells Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and if you're following him or picking up, you know, where you need to pick up for education. Mm-hmm. It is so exciting to see him make that first uh, walk toward you mm-hmm. uh, and, and that you know this is what he wants for you. This is what he's directing you to. And, mm-hmm. you know, a band does, and I do that, you know, trying to do, separate truth from, you know, maybe it's, it's tough sometimes. It is. And we've had many years for doing this. So <laughs> you have, Miss Evelyn. You <laughs> we, have, uh, we are experts, right, honey? Yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you have lots of wisdom for sure. Well, Kathy, um, what are your thoughts about this point about asking God to show our families, to show us as parents how to point our families toward Jesus? Jesus. I think that is so important, and especially the father. I mean, dads, for you out there, you know, there's these new statistics that have come out where if neither parent is a believer, the statistics are, are, are you know, mm-hmm. the lowest for children coming to know Christ. If the mother is a believer, the statistics increase. But if the father is a believer and takes his children, his whole family to church, it is incredible. It's something like 86% of the children will come to a saving, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. And so, dads, I would just, I would say, uh, especially in this holiday season, if you are not taking your family to church, find a church and go, especially through this holiday season, and then get into the habit and just go Go at it uh, into January and through the new year. Start a new thing in your in your uh, family's life of pointing towards Jesus. There's this beautiful um, scripture in Proverbs um, one verse, Proverbs chapter one verse eight, and then again in Proverbs twenty nine three. Um, and I'll also I'll just insert my oldest um, name in here. If I were to pray this, I would pray, um, Father, let Aaliyah listen to her father's instruction and never forsake her mother's teaching. Let mm-hmm. Aaliyah love wisdom and therefore bring joy to our hearts. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Solomon, who wrote this in Proverbs, you know, just the most wise person of all time. And he understood the influence that a father had on a child's relationship with Jesus and the influence that a mother had on or has on the child's relationship with Jesus. And we should never, ever discount that, friends. Moms mm-hmm. and dads, for those of you who are out there that say, oh, no, my children will just develop their own faith and beliefs on their own, independent mm-hmm. of me, that is an absolute lie. Don't believe it for a second. Um, you bringing your child to that saving knowledge of Jesus Christ uh, that is something for you to steward with all intensity and passion. <clears throat> I, I love those verses in Proverbs. Second Thessalonians 1, verses 11 and 12 as well, um, Kathy. Just, I, I don't know what it is about this, but when we, man, I, I've said it, I, I said in the last segment, but when we insert our family members' names in these scriptures, it's so impactful. Again, Second Thessalonians 1, verses 11 and 12, fulfill every good purpose in Mackenzie's life and mm-hmm. every act prompted by her faith so that the name of our Lord may be glorified in her life. Wow. What a beautiful picture that is, Miss That Evelyn. is. Do you see that in, in the roots that your daughter has? Mm, absolutely. You know, I'm so impressed by her. Lately, you know, just um, I, you know, the the conversations are so grown up, <laughs> you know, um, just her perspective on things and, you know, just her wisdom. Mm-hmm. She was um, uh, talking about she wanted to go skydiving for her oh. birthday, and so Ashley and I had said okay, and uh, we had been talking about this for about a month, and 
And then um, a few weeks ago, right before her birthday, I said, okay, baby, i got to get this scheduled, you know. And she said, Mom, you know, I just, I'm a little stressed about some things right now, about about college and about, you know, finishing up this senior thesis. It's just a lot. I just don't know if that extra adrenaline would be very good for my body right now. <laughs> and, um, wow. And I, and I just thought, whoa. I mean, Ashley about fell out of his chair. Yeah. You know, we, we just... <laughs> This beautiful young woman um, is 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 just about to embark on her big, big, bold world. Well, friends, when we return to Love Talk, we will continue to discuss parents in prayer, how we can point our children to Jesus and how we can pray blessings over them through Scripture when we return to Love Talk right after this. And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk. I'm Kathy Endebrock, and joining us is Coach Carrie Brinkater and the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison. Friends, it is great being with you this beautiful Saturday morning in Central Texas. We are discussing parents in prayer, how to pray for our kids with purpose, and how to use Scripture in this. Now, in our first two segments, we talked through these first three points Uh, of purpose in prayer, asking God to give us time with our kids and an eagerness for each member of the family to love and support one another. Two, ask God to help us discipline as his gift to us to be better parents and our gift to our children rather than a necessary evil. Friends, discipline is a gift, loving, kind, merciful Faithful discipline is a gift. It is not a necessary evil. Let's do it well and do it with love and with truth. Three, ask God to show you how to point your family toward Jesus Christ. Possibly the most important of our five points we find right here in the middle at point three is pointing our family towards Jesus. Mm -hmm. And as we said in our second segment, dads, boy, do you have a huge role in that. We just love that God has placed you over our families and so number four, Coach Carrie, Miss Evelyn, we'll move on to number four. Ask for wisdom to follow God's will and ways that your family will reap the benefits of a stronger, healthier, more enjoyable relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Coach Carrie, do you have a scripture for that? Oh, my stars, yes. Um, <clears throat> I got I, I have three, and let me decide which one I want to do first. Um, let's go with Jeremiah 9, 29. Verses 11 through 13. This is a great one, right, Ms. Evelyn? Um, Lord, you know the plans that you have for Logan, plans to prosper him and not harm him, plans to give him hope and a future. Cause Logan to call upon you and come and pray to you and then listen to you, O Lord, and let him seek you with all his heart and find you when he does seek you. Oh, man. You know, if my children will leave our home calling on the Lord um, in everything that they do, that is um, a beautiful, beautiful thing. And that's my my prayer for them, Miss Evelyn, is that they will seek God's face in all that they do and seek God's um, direction for their lives, Um, not only so they can prosper, but so that our relationship can just um, naturally mm-hmm. be one that's healthy and strong and enjoyable for years to come. I know you've enjoyed that with Danny and David over the years, Miss Evelyn, just uh, how, how you know, I'm sure there was bumps in the roads at time, as there mm-hmm. always are, but you always go back to the roots of that relationship built, uh, that foundation on Jesus. Some of those weren't bumps. They were chug holes. They were chug <laughs> <laughs> they, they took a, It took a lot of prayer to fill those holes, right. huh, man? Oh, yes, I hear you. I hear you. You know, Kathy, I know that's a uh, – I mean, you've enjoyed such a strong and healthy and enjoyable relationship with your parents um, over the years, and I know that you pray that for your children as well. Yeah, I, you know, I think praying with our kids is the most incredible thing we can do. And with especially, um, you know, every challenge, even though if it may be a little small, it feels huge to them. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, um, you know, praying in front of our children and praying with our children, especially during the times that our kiddos are feeling overwhelmed, it's, it's almost like prayer can be that deep breath that mm. you take to to reset yourself and mm-hmm. i mean i think praying with our kiddos um 
before a challenging day, it gives them courage. Before a big game or a test, it gives them a peace and a readiness to step out. Before praying before a party and asking the Holy Spirit just to bring a unity among the friend groups and that there would be no gossip, but that um, the friends would build one another up. Um, Praying with them before they have to go and address a problem with a friend that the Lord would mediate among them. I just think, uh, you know, prayer just fills those places because the Holy Spirit fills those places that men cannot see and men cannot reach. But God can go as deep and as wide as that child needs and uh, to reach into those dark places and bring light and to bring the courage and steadfastness and joy uh, that they need for the situation that they're in. And I just love this very last point that we have, Coach Carrie. It's ask for wisdom on how to point your children to thankfulness and gratitude. And friends, we can do that through this holiday season, what an incredible opportunity to really press into this fifth point of asking for wisdom on how to point our children to thankfulness. Miss mm-hmm. Evelyn and Coach Carrie, would you love it if your children were always thankful? Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I look back on um, when I was a teenager about my kids' age and. I I just probably really had no idea. I know I had no idea everything that my parents did for me, but I remember when I was in college, and Kathy, you've probably received this phone call, and if you haven't received it yet, you're probably going to. Remember when I was in college and calling, and I called my parents, um, and I said, you know, you were right. Adulting is hard. Adulting is hard. (laughs) And um, I just realized everything they had done for me, like, thank you so much for you know, um, helping me organize my time and and making that lunch for me and, you know, airing up my tires and, you know, all those things that we just took for granted. I remember um, specifically calling my parents one day when I was feeling particularly um, not very adult and I was needing to be adult and uh, just thanking them for helping me to walk through all that. But, yes, it would, you know, Living our lives in an air of thankfulness is just a, a great way to walk through life. Miss Evelyn, I feel like you do that so well. You're so thankful for all the opportunities the Lord has given you over the years. Um, especially Mr. D. I know, especially <laughs> your sweet Mr. D. You know, and um, I'm in a situation now where I'm not driving. You know, mm-hmm. it's just I've had some. Uh, explosions and the van he'll start 30 minutes early to get all of it together and used to you know we'd run out of the house grab it you know this one or that one so it has uh, helped us de- develop a better uh, what to each other <laughs> friendship or just communication Y'all still get cross with each other, though. I know you do, but you don't let it affect you. You have very you, Miss Evelyn. You've always said, "Just have a short memory and move on. It's fine." Well, when you both, hi, my dad, Danny. <laughs> Danny's there. Well, hi there, Danny. Good to see you. We'll get to chat with you in person in just a couple of minutes. Well, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. As we talk about children, and um, that is so sweet. But Kathy, as we <clears throat> embark on this uh, Thanksgiving season. I just love this aversion, this uh, verse from Ephesians. Again, friends, here we go, Ephesians 6. Lord, grant Mackenzie and Logan a life of prayerfulness that they may learn to pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And again in Ephesians 5.20 and Colossians 2.7. Lord, help Mackenzie and Logan live a life that is always overflowing with thankfulness. And always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. What an amazing gift this is. You know, Kathy, when my kids were little, one of their teachers gave me this. It's like a bookmark, and it has 31 ways to pray for your kids. And I actually found these on Amazon, and I just ordered some. They're just they're these beautiful bookmarks. Um, 31 Biblical Virtues to Pray for Your Kids by Bob Hostetler, H-O-S-T-E-T-L-E-R. But if you just um, Google 31 biblical virtues to pray for your kids, these will pull up. And it's, you know, things, salvation, a growth in grace, love, honesty and integrity, self-control, 
purity, courage, justice, mercy, respect, self-esteem, faithfulness. Anyways, I could go on and list all 31, but you, you get the idea. There are just these ways to pray for your children, you know, when they're, when they're struggling with something or um, a verse that you can just uh, pray over them as they walk out the door. When they walk out the door for that big test, um, pray Psalm 25, 21 over them. Um, may integrity and honesty be Mackenzie's virtue and her protection today. Wow. Um, Kathy, uh, are you texting scripture to your adult girls that are in college? Do you guys banter back and forth with that kind of thing? No, we. Um, I don't do it as on a on a regular basis. What we started to do with Aaliyah and Eric will be doing it with Jordan is we started to pray through the Bible in a year. Oh, and, yeah. Because um, you can do it. So we chose to do it chronologically and mm-hmm. um, just to start to see a reordering of Scripture and uh, to give us a better idea and understanding of the timeline that God works through and. Both of our kiddos, both of our oldest girls love to read. Our youngest one, eh, not so much. So, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe for her, sending a scripture here and there each day will be the better thing. But for Aaliyah and Jordan, we have just started going through the Bible with them from, you know, basically read through the Bible in a year. And that's been a lot of fun and has prompted a lot of really unique conversations as we get to some of these books and passages in the Bible that are, you know, kind of unusual and not your, you know, your common, you know, stuff. It's Mm -hmm. not like the book of Daniel that, you know, everyone knows Daniel and the lion's den, Mm -hmm. but going into these books like Zechariah and Malachi that we really don't press into very much. Mm -hmm. It's prompted some really fun conversations. Well, friends, we're so grateful that you have joined us today on Love Talk as we discuss parents in prayer. What a glorious day this has been, hearing all the wisdom from, of course, the First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison, and her amazing hubby, Van. Uh, We're so grateful for that. And, Kathy, you know, as we're um, really parenting almost grown kids, you know, teenagers and college students, it's just an adventure every day. Just know that we love you, friends, and you can find us on Love Talk Network. You can find us on Facebook. We pray that you will find a church that is preaching the Bible, that is teaching the Bible, that is getting into Scripture. Um, Churches are open. Get your family there, friends. Being in community is so very important. We will see you next time on Love Talk, friends, as we continue our series on prayer next week. We love you. For Miss Evelyn, for Kathy, I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader, and we'll see you next time right here on Left Talk.